Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 132. Hey, my Richers, I'm so happy you are here with me. My guest today is Paul Bratby, who had a dream to move to Spain, live in a villa by the sea with a beautiful sea view, have a pool, and live a nice and comfortable life. And he has got all of that. But then, as a hobby, he decided to help others to reach their dream and take control of their own future, their pensions, their savings, or even by creating more income by trading and investing in stocks and shares and future contracts. So he just wanted to help. Very soon, it became a startup, and they managed to be one in 10,000 tech startups that are profitable in their first year. Before I'll introduce Paul, I suggest you go to richermiss.com and grab my free cheat sheet of five actionable tips to adopt today the daily routine of most successful entrepreneurs. Let's hear my interview with Paul. Paul Bratby is the founder of Trade the Fifth, an Elliott Wave program designed to educate traders and investors on the financial market so they can take responsibility for their own portfolios and trading accounts by learning how to ride the profitable fifth wave setup. Paul started in the business over 15 years ago and combined his career as an engineer along with his military mindset to develop a repeatable trading and investing strategy that he has used to manage eight-figure accounts. Paul Bratby, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi! Hi, how are you doing, Hayut? I'm doing fantastic and I'm so happy you are here. Thank you for coming. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's a Friday and I'm looking forward to the weekend because I work hard during the week and I like my weekends to myself and my family. Hmm. And you're working all over the globe, isn't it? And you'll tell us in a minute. You just told me about a conversation with the West Coast. Yes, yes. A lot of my team are in the US, uh, based on the West Coast of USA, and I, I'm based in Europe. So I fly backwards and forwards to the USA. And then the meetings we have are very early in my morning and so 9pm their time. So yes, it's uh, all over the globe. And we do, we do have somebody in Canada as well and in Ireland. So we are a, uh, and a truly international business, really. So I'm really waiting to hear more about the business and what you are doing and how you are affecting things and people around you. And um, I just shared with our audience what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you, what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? 
Okay, so uh, right now and for well for the last I would say five years, I, I retired at forty five, which is unusual. Oh, um, but uh, I I retired five years ago. Uh, I got bored, so I started a hobby after six months. <laughs> you know, I retired as a, as a as a money manager, so I I did it. I made money, and I'm not greedy, so I retired. But I got bored, <laughs> so I started uh, a hobby. Um, okay. So this this hobby was revolving around what I've done and what I've been successful at with trading and investing. Uh, you know, stock shares, uh, futures, that sort of thing, and. Um, you know, it, it just started there as something to keep me uh, occupied, my brain going, to help people. Mm. Uh, and that's one of the main important things is to to help people realize their dream. Because I had a dream. Sure. Uh, I had a dream to, to move to Spain, to live by the sea, have a pool. I got all of that. Oh, so you already actually uh, managed yeah. to reach yeah. one of your dreams? Yes, yeah. My main dream was actually to, you know, to live in a villa with a beautiful sea view, pool, wow. and live, you know, a, a nice, comfortable life. And that's what I've got. So, you know, before this interview, I was out sitting outside, drinking a coffee, looking at the boats going by, and uh, it's ideal. It sounds ideal, Paul. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Why can't other people have? So everybody has their different dreams, and um, I think what I wanted to do is just share my story, if you like, and help people in this industry. So you know, lots of people want to take control of their own futures, uh, whether it's their pension, their savings, or even some people for income by wow. by trading and investing in stocks and shares and futures contracts and all that sort of thing. So I just wanted to help, and. It was doing great as a hobby project. You know, I was setting my own hours, enjoying life, helping traders become more successful with a couple of versions of the software and training. So if you think oh. I had a great strategy that worked for me, okay, I never had a losing quarter in 15 years now. So it's a great strategy. So what I did was get some geeks that are in a cave and they turned that into some software. Yeah. And it was going great. Um, but then in May last year, May 2018, an entrepreneur from San Francisco, from Silicon Valley, took the red eye to Chicago. I was in Chicago doing a small training event, you know, just part of this hobby project. And he came to me and said, Paul, I've just got on a flight. I needed to see you while in the U.S. I think you've got a great product. Uh, I've got great experience with growth, with startups. I'd like to go into business with you. So, uh, you know, uh, it was a bit of a shock, <laughs> um, but we did it. Uh, you didn't plan of coming back to business, isn't it? No, no, I was retired. <laughs> I work harder now than I ever did before. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. So we started the company in July 2018. We launched the website in November 2018, which is tradethefifth.com, all in words. And so we're coming up to uh, one year. And in that first year, we are one of those strange statistics that one in 10,000 tech startups are in profit in their first year. Wow. And we are in profit in that first year. So, you know, it's really great story. It is. We have now two indicator suites on six trading platforms, which include TD Ameritrade in the USA. Um, 
you know, we're, we've got a cloud-based smart list giving live trading signals and stocks and futures and with an app in development right now. So we've gone through hyper growth because of me having that foundation, that hobby and that experience coupled together with somebody that's got a, a an eye for growth hacking and, you know, tech uh, you know, getting the right sort of... This is your partner or somebody else? Yes. Oh. Yes, my partner, yeah. So, you know, coupled together with that, we've had a great first year. I fly to the US four or five times a year, hold live training events, which are sold out. I'm actually leaving for the US next Thursday. I'm in three cities in 12 days. So it's going to be... Uh, oh, wow. Are you going to be in New York as well, uh, my beloved city? No, I'm in Kansas for four days, San Francisco for four days, and then San Diego. That's great as well. Yeah. San Diego is my second. <laughs> I'm there every year. Yes, it's beautiful. You joined, it's a tough one, but you actually talked about impacting other people to fulfill their dreams and... You said that you are one of 10,000 startups and I'm working with entrepreneurs for the last 12 years. And, and I know what you're talking about because I came into the game with entrepreneurs because they are failing so much. But you talked about your startup. Do you also succeed in your mission to help many, many people to fulfill their dreams? We are, yes. Uh, and, you know, we're getting great stories coming through. Uh, one of the Uh, we're almost getting brand ambassadors, if you like, where, you know, we've, we've had a, a guy that I'm meeting in Kansas that's gone um, from part-time to full-time, and then he's moved to Florida. So he's living his dream within a year. Um, you know, we've got a, I've got another guy that's just gone from part-time to full-time. He's coming to see me in Kansas as well because uh, he wants to understand the next stage for him. Now he's given up his job and that anchor if you like, wow. his whole future depends on the decisions he's going to make within the trading sphere using our software and strategies. So it's a big leap for people uh, and it, it's not easy, but we are getting those success stories now. And that is, uh, you know, we are there to help. We have great software, but, it, you know, we can lead a horse to water, but we can't make it drink. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of discipline uh, within the strategies that people and rules that people must follow, like in life. Uh, you know, we have to follow certain rules. And we are getting through to people now that just buying a magical piece of software is not the answer. <laughs> that's, that's the tool. Uh, but you still need to follow the strategy and follow the rules. So one of the things that we're going to be doing in Kansas this time is We are a rules-based system, so we're going to put little yellow squares on the floor in the meeting. We've, got our, we've sold out 40 people. We, we could have got a bigger room. And one of the rules for that weekend is you are not allowed to tread in those squares. If you do, $10 in the glass and we'll have a drink later. Okay, so <laughs> it's about following the rules. So on a trading chart, for example, there's certain rules you follow. If this happens and this happens and this happens, you've got all the ticks in the box, this is a good-looking trade. But if one of those things doesn't happen or you've got this big thing here that, you know, that doesn't really work, then you don't get in it. So we're, it's about rules-based system, about running your trading business on a rules-based system. And that's, that's what we try to do. We know we can make people successful, but we can't sit down next to them every day. 
First of all, I know what you're talking exactly about because people hear about software and buy it and waiting for miracles. However, if someone is really following the rules, what is the chances for one to succeed? Okay, so if somebody's following the rules. All the rules. Following but the rules. I don't know whether they are good <laughs> or bad in trading, but they're following all the rules. They are clever enough to follow all your rules. If I will get in and follow all your rules and I didn't trade in the stock market, never. So if I'm coming in and I'm following all your rules, what is my chances to succeed? I think about 70% after two years. Because we say to everybody to begin with, it's a learning process and you need to feel confident. So you need that consistency. And one of the things I'll talk about later is actually breeding that consistency first. And that consistency then follows through with the confidence in there because it, this is real money, you know. Uh, but when we say to somebody that's coming uh, on first time is the first six months, you're actually trading with a demo account and you're getting used to losing because you do lose. Hmm. But, it, you know, and, and it's actually um, uh, accepting those losses and moving forward and, and then getting you, know, you make more winners than losers, getting that risk to reward uh, ratio correct and feeling it. So it takes about two years in reality. So some of these success stories we've had, these are in this quick time. These are traders that were already trading part time, knew the basics, but didn't have that final. And one of the guys calls it GPS. Okay, he didn't have that GPS actually to give him that final ingredient to to know where he was going. And we've managed to do that. So we still think there's a lot of work that we can do down at the lower end where people are really, really new to give them a basic training, you know, like military basic training. So we are going to be working on that. But, you know, it's not a quick fix. Uh, you've got to walk before you can run. But you've got one of my sayings is you've got to be in it to win it. So you've got to start somewhere. You've got to build up that confidence and that consistency. Uh, but, you know, if you follow the rules, And you do it gently, I think going from brand new to part-time to full-time trader, within two years, 70% of people will be successful. So I have two last tough questions before I'll ask you for your best advice for any entrepreneur. But one question is, what are the 30% depend on? Is it luck or is it being clever or is it being, you know, built for that? What makes the 30% that are missing to everyone to succeed? Okay, so I think real, a lot of it is to, a lot of it is men, the mentality that, that's required. So some people just don't like to lose. Okay, so whether that's with money or whether that's uh, in a sport, in a game, people are sore losers. Okay, and maybe not so much intellectually, but Uh, you know, within their brain chemistry, it's very difficult to accept loss. Hmm. What an interesting thing to say, <laughs> yeah. Because you're talking about the world of winning and you are discussing losing with me, which is so clever, but I love that. Yes, because you've got to think, uh, and I call it my sausage machine strategy. You're putting the same ingredients in that sausage all the time, but occasionally you get a bad sausage, okay? Hmm. Actually, but you just got to keep putting the same ingredients in. And accept that every now and then you're going to get a bad sausage. Mm. So uh, you've just got to accept those losers. But if your win rate is uh, higher than 50 percent 
and your average win percentage is say 1.6%, you're always going to win. You, you're, you know, you're, you're treated like a business, monthly and quarterly profit and loss is always going to be in profit, but you will accept and expect some losses because hmm. Mr. Trump tweets and everything just dives the opposite way. Okay. Sure, so, sure. Uh, so you've got to be. So it is poker in a way, yeah. A, a, li- a little bit. You know, there's high probability strategies there, but Mr. Trump can ruin the day. But this is where that discipline and that risk management comes in uh, to ensure that you've got the right type of uh, what we call stop losses on there and everything and being able to accept those losses. So those 30%, you know, you know, some of them, it's just life gets in the way. So. You've got elderly parents mm, sure. that need more of your time. She can't spend the time in front of the computer trading and understanding. So, you know, general life gets in the way of traders, but it also gets in the way of entrepreneurs as well. You know, there's things in life that, that cause us to either change direction yeah. or, in fact, to make a decision to, to stay on the same path. Now, one of the great books that I've read and I keep reading is The Celestine Prophecy. Okay, I know that. This is a fantastic book. Now, uh, it's a little... We'll put a link to the book in the show notes, so please yeah. send it to me or I'll find it. Yeah. It's a great book, but it's a little bit out there, okay? But you've just got to give it time and read it and understand it. And then you'll start to understand some of the decisions and paths you've cho- chosen during life. And the idea of reading a book like this is so you can recognize those forks in the road in the future, and try and make those mm-hmm. right decisions. So whether you're a trader or an entrepreneur, there will be times in your life where you've got to make decisions. Now, that 30% that don't make it, some of those decisions in life they make makes uh, it impossible for them to continue in that dream career that they wanted to do, uh, i.e. trading full time. Um, you know, and then obviously discipline's another another one that um they go, you know, I, I get up sure. I get up at 7 a.m. every single morning, except for when I've got my weekly meeting, I'm up at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> I finished at 8 p.m. last night. So I did a 13-hour day <laughs> yesterday, okay? I don't need to do that, but you need the discipline. So- yeah, but entrepreneurs are working much <laughs> more and much less discipline. So, you know, it's not only about the hours, it's about using them right, but you actually took me towards my last question about that, but I must say that I really understand what you are saying because when I decided to live the corporate successful uh, world with uh, high positions in marketing with leading brands, the reason I decided to to work with entrepreneurs were because, like you, I say that it is a lot, at least seventy percent success chances if you are doing business right the right things and still they have between 90 to 95 percent failures and that's exactly i think the same methods so my next question is whether some or most of these rules that your strategy is built on are good for other businesses than trade as well, or really good for any entrepreneur or most business people? I think you always need structure and you always need a, a, I call it a tick list. You always need to achieve certain amount of things. So yeah, a to-do list is fine, but you need structure in your day, in your month, in your quarter. You need to achieve certain things 
Um, but a set of rules are there as well. So if you're trying a new marketing campaign or you know someone's come to you with this great idea about a Facebook campaign, you need to have a set of rules for that and you need to understand, right, it's not working, switch it off. Okay, mm-hmm. not not dream and think, yes, it's going to work. You know, $10,000 later, it's still not working. So you've got mm-hmm. to have a set of sure. rules in place um, for for marketing campaigns, for example, for, and for listening. To does your rules work for marketing as well? That's the question. That's, or yeah. it's always. Yeah, I, I have a set of rules for marketing. So I, what I do in trading, I have for, for business as well. So uh, no matter what mm-hmm. project we're going to do, what type of returns, you know, success with customers, that sort of thing. I have a checklist. Um, and, so, you know, I'm, I'm quite old-fashioned. I have a desk diary, hmm. okay, and I write in it. I do, you know, everybody has all these electronic diaries, but I have one on my desk. <laughs> and, you know, uh, if I uh, – we try something new, so we're trying something new at the moment with Twitter and Facebook ads. And we are, you know, it's just started. We're starting to, to test and adjust. But I've got my checklist here because I know what revenue that should bring in. And if we start to really go uh, spend more than what it's going to bring in, then this this channel isn't going to work. So we switch it off. We don't wait and dream and hope. Uh, sure. It's about goals and measurements as well, I guess. That's absolutely. And those rules are important. But you've got to make the rules and a checklist of three specific rules for each part of your business, for each area or for each campaign or for, for your, you know, for customer success or, you know, whatever you're going to do, you need at least three rules, no more than five. And are these rules being met consistently? Hmm. If, if there's one that's not being met, why isn't it being met? Uh, you know, going back to when I was in the military, We had a thing called uh, total quality management, okay? So, and the idea was to write what you wow, do. Wow, the TQM, I remember that. It came from Japan, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yes. So they say, write what you do, do what you write. So the first thing is, write down your processes. What are your rules, okay? And then do what you write. If you can't do what you write, you need to understand the bits that you can't do. Can you change it? Or actually... Was you just dreaming when you wrote that original hmm. document and it's not it's not sustainable it's not achievable and to to adjust that to actually uh, help your business move forward so I always go to that you know let's write what we do let's do what we write if we're not doing what we've written hmm. in the first place there's a reason for that is there is there a barrier that we need to get over or is it actually Does it take too much time? If it's taking too much time, then maybe we shouldn't be doing that particular process and we should find a better, a better way of doing it. You know, emails now for me, they take too much time away from people answering emails. Is there a better way? You know, and one of the things we've done is introduced um, Intercom uh, on our website, which is a chat-based oh. uh, system. And that is saving so much time. We've got a real person behind it. So we've got a customer success manager called Damien, and he's behind that. But that is not clogging up now our email server with so many questions on the emails because people can get instant answers straight away and it learns. So when people ask a similar question that's been asked before, automatically the chat box on Intercom will give the answer. Mm, that's fantastic. So maybe you already gave it, but I want to ask you if you have to choose 
one best advice to any entrepreneur out there regarding you know business and customers what would it be okay so the short answer is listen to your customers i just want to thank you because this is all what this podcast is about <laughs> so thank you paul actually uh, we talked about it at, before no we didn't <laughs> so thank you for this answer uh, yeah, yeah please go on so So one of my biz- biggest success stories recently in this last year is that um, during our growth, and it's been parabolic, we found that we had more customers with small account balances, you know, just starting out. And the strategies with our software were not clear enough for, for smaller traders. So, so this became quickly apparent by the massive amount of emails we were getting and questions on the, on the Facebook group. So I took action. Uh, I was in New York in June, okay, this year, uh, and I sent out a tweet on the Thursday to say, you know, I'm in New York. Any customers out there who fancies a drink on Friday evening? This is where I'll be. Ten users turned up, okay? Wow. Uh, from that, we started a WhatsApp group for New York, okay, New York users. So I listened. But not only did I listen, within 24 hours, I came back with an idea and shared it with all of a sudden, that focus group, okay? Yeah. They loved it. Wow. Not only that, on the 1st of August, we launched our 5K Club, which is designed to help traders with small account sizes use our indicators with strategies designed by me to help become more consistently profitable. Uh, so, and, and it's low cost. So these traders have got not got a lot of money. So it's $5 a month. It's $5 on demand to be live with me twice a month. Wow. There's special trading calculators to help trade their risk. I make a video every day with the danger zones. Uh, so basically, we've got massive value, low cost to help our customers become more successful using our products. And then our customers have become our sales force. So it's about listening. But don't just listen. Do. Don't just nod your head and smile. Do it. Take action. So, you know, from that, you know, we got 250 members within a week. Wow. Okay. For that, because... I'd not even taken the time out uh, during a very busy time in New York to actually listen to these people. But I got back to them really quickly with an idea. And then they battered that idea around a little bit, gave me some feedback. And then literally within, what, less than two months, we'd launched something that, to help them. Um, so, you know, the biggest advice I can give is actually listen to your customers because we all think we're producing the best thing up to <laughs> sliced bread. You know, we've got their brilliant technology. We're using the cloud and we've got this and that. And, you know, we've got a website that we think is absolutely fantastic. But when somebody says they can't find something on your website, they're the people going to be using your website. So you need to make changes. You need to listen. You need to take action. Wow. Thank you for uh, answering another question as well as about successes. Can you share with us one of the biggest failures that you had with customers? It can be either before retiring or with a new business, a hobby and business. But what is your one of the biggest uh, critical failures with customers? Uh, or maybe the one or one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most? Or... Assumption. The first, the, the one word called assumption. So I assumed that our customers who were traders, investors using online trading platforms, they would be 
technically proficient in downloading and installing our software mm. on different platforms that we developed for. Okay. So each new platform version came out. I made a quick installation video, which I assumed was simple enough. We included it in the first email uh, with the files to download. And I presumed that having this in bold red copy in the email with the link that our customers would watch this first. Yeah. Less than half of those customers actually watched the installation videos. Okay. <laughs> those that did watch it, about half again didn't understand enough using their computers hmm. to follow instructions. Wow. So we had a massive amount of emails asking for help to actually install it. Okay. Hmm. So we solved this by hiring a customer services manager, Damon, who I talked about before, who redid the videos. He actually added a downloadable PDF because some people don't can't follow videos and they rather have written instructions. And then he offered those one-to-one -one assistance to customers who still struggle. So I think in conclusion to that, you've got to consider that all your customers are like children and they need their hands held through technical processes mm -hmm. all the way and then plan accordingly. So this was, a for me, a biggest failure because... I just presumed I'm 50 years old and I, I can download something and, and put it up. So our average user is 54, so not much older than me. Um, they're male, okay? They're male. 64? 54. Ah, 54. Okay. And again, it's very interesting. It's not young people. I thought you're, you were talking about more young people. Interesting. Very interesting. No, no. We are trying to attract, attract the younger crowd, but I think that's going to take another six months to a year to get that, that strategy correct. Because they've got that. It's a good question. Whether there are the right customers, perhaps it's much easier to reach 10 more 54s than 134s. Yes. So it's a good question. Yeah, and they don't use, you know, and again, it's what social media platforms that age group use and all that sort of thing. But again, the, the main thing is a lot of these people, uh, these men are like normal men. They get something. You don't even read the instructions. You throw them away. They open <laughs> the box. Yeah. And they start playing with them. Hmm. So that assumption was one of the biggest failures. And when we're talking about success, was the best story the story you told us? Or do you have another one you wanted to share? Uh, no, I think the biggest success we've had really is listening to those customers and, wow. and putting a plan and taking action. Uh, I think what you get out of that success story with the 5K Club is those members have now become our sales force so you know our marketing budget is a lot less because people are talking about this great guy that took time out sure. to to meet us in new york he listened he didn't just listen he started something that's actually helping us now and they they you know people like to talk about success so we've now we we instigated a referral program so they actually when they share their success they can hmm. get paid when people come and buy our software or join our memberships. Hmm. Fantastic. And um, just a quick question about tools. Do you have, um, can you recommend uh, the best or most effective technological or digital tool that you're using that related to customer focus, marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool <laughs> in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really helped you and really worked for you. Yeah, so we use an app called Intercom, and that is a chat bot on the website. Now, as I mentioned before, as you go through hyper growth, 
as a startup or entrepreneur, one of the worst things that you get is you get an inbox full of emails with questions. Mm. So, yeah. but you need a real person behind that chat box as well. So together with the intercom technology and a really great customer success manager answering on time, uh, giving great answers, great support, then offering, okay, you're still stuck. That, let's arrange a Zoom meeting. Let's, let's get on. Let's sort it out for you. But that, mm. look what that intercom did was cut down on the massive amount of emails because people can get answers pretty much live. Obviously, Damien doesn't work 24 hours a day. Um, but, sure. um, you know, what, what that has done is be for us to be able to answer questions quickly, but also it learns from the answers you give to the question. So if those similar questions, you know, there's only a set amount of questions that people can answer in this industry about your software, your strategy. Once it starts to learn, it automatically gives the answer that Damien's been, the customer success manager, has been using in the past, which is fantastic Mm. because it's time saving. And that's the thing. Now, we've kept the team lean, okay? We don't want sure. to employ 10 customer success people if we can use technology to keep that salary cost down. Because, yes, we've been clever in what we've done in the last year, so we are profitable. So we're posting profits because we've um, kept it lean. We've used technology along with people. But we that's haven't, the issue. You know, we've not overemployed people. So and it's a sad thing to say, but in a startup, You've got, you know, we only spend what we earn. Hmm. You know, I only bankrolled it for the first sort of three or four months. It's paid me back. We're in profit. Everything's great. But you're treating it like it's your own business and it's your hobby still. But you only spend what you earn. So, you know, for Hmm. me, Intercom was great. It's saved time. And then, okay, we need a salaried person. I need to make sure I've got his salary for a year in the bank account before I take him on. And that's my rule. So if I'm going to take on a new person, I want to make sure I've got his salary for the next year in the bank account. So if I want to add an extra customer success manager or you know person because we're growing and the technology is not keeping up with the amount of I need to make sure I've got that amount of money in my bank account to pay that person for a year. Hmm. Because otherwise, that's one of my rules that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Okay. So my business partner say, yeah, we need another developer. Okay. This is my rule. Okay. First rule is. Can we pay him for the next year with the cash we've got in the bank? No, hmm. we don't employ him, okay? Because hmm. <laughs> you're trying to sure. attract somebody to come and work for you, but you need to be confident. Uh, then there's other rules. So, yeah, the recommendation on the technology is definitely Intercom. Great. I'm so happy you talked about Intercom. Not enough people know that. And I think the magic there is the combination between the bots with the live person that should be there. Yes. So it's not only bots and it's not only employees that works for answering the emails. Paul, you know, there are so many factors that affect people's success, but I believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really made it for us. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor, either in this business or before? Um, I think I'm not only a dreamer, but I work hard to achieve the dreams that I have. So I'm a planner, okay? My wife hates it. (laughs) I'm a planner. 
Okay, so... Yeah, you're planning everything within home as well. Yeah, that, absolutely everything. So if if we've got something starting at a certain time, we've got to be ready five minutes before. Okay, that's the military <laughs> mindset. I need a plan. So you're not only a planner, you are a disciplined person. Yes, I am extremely disciplined. So I don't need <laughs> to get up at 7 a.m. every morning. I don't need to get up at 5.30 a.m. Uh, for my weekly meeting with the team, but I do. I've got uh, discipline and I've got this drive uh, that, um, you know, I work hard, but I've got goals that I need to achieve each week. Um, I don't really get upset if I don't achieve them, but very rarely do I, you know, I always achieve what I set out to achieve. And for, you know, for an entrepreneur, you've got to be, uh, if you work out your hourly wage and it's less than a dollar an hour, you're doing well. Okay, <laughs> so it's that drive, that discipline and, you know, having that dream. So for a long time, I had a, a picture, a screensaver of a villa in Spain uh, by the sea. And that was a screensaver. And I and I always worked to achieve that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, I, right now I've got an Aston Martin Vantage on my screensaver <laughs> and you know I will achieve that in the next couple of years what do I need to do to achieve that and then work <laughs> backwards so you know uh, there's Beautiful. always the dream to to keep going but then the plan and the discipline my final question before I'll ask you where people can actually connect with you my final question is my mountain question and since I've been imagining this um business journey, this marketing journey in the mind of your customer, building first of all the awareness and then finding the need, building the awareness, building the know, like and trust and then go further, building the brand and um, reaching the peak and then climbing a new mountain. And at some point I started to ask my guests in the podcast whether they ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain or Do you have any relationships with mountains at all? And <laughs> I usually mean physical mountain, literally a mountain, but you can definitely take it to the metaphor, which a lot of my guests are doing and I'm doing as well, or to whatever you want. <laughs> so what so, about your mountains relationships? Tell us I, about that. When I was a young man, and I'm not young anymore, <laughs> um, I, I used to, I climbed, climbed a lot of uh, mountains in the UK. Really? So there's a thing called the Three Peaks. When I was in the army, you would, uh, you would go to three of the biggest peaks in the UK, and it was a competition. Oh. So I, I did that from an early age. I probably wouldn't be able to do that right now because it's, you know, they're quite tough. You know, things like Snowdon and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a young person, I loved those challenges. So. We used to say in the army, look down and it's not uphill, okay? So if you, so if you look at your feet, don't look yeah. up, it's not uphill. So just keep <laughs> looking at your feet and putting one foot in front of the other and you'll get to the top, okay? It's the discipline you're talking about, sure. It's the discipline, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, from a metaphorical point of view, what I really love right now is to watch our customers turn from part-time traders that work a full-time job, but get up early in the morning, two or three hours before they go to work, and they trade. So going from that to trading full-time for a living 
that's one of the biggest mountains that I like our I would like to watch and experience with our customers, and that that's that's massive for me because I've climbed that mountain. I live a great life now, but I'm actually helping other people do it, and for me that is amazing because I felt that pain and I can help them where I can, and you know to get those success stories, you know, almost every week. To, for uh, helping our customers climb their mountains in, is 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 so much more rewarding sure. <laughs> than climbing it yourself, you mm. know. Because we, you, when you've been there, done that, and got the t-shirt, it's very easy just to sit back and say, "Just do it, <laughs> okay? You can do it. I've done it." But it's not that easy for everybody. Life takes over, you know. Sure. We all have things in life that takes over. Uh, but having the focus and the discipline and helping people through those doubts, if you like, um, you know, somebody, somebody might go on a losing run for, for five or seven days. And I might say to them, right, just take the week off, take the next week off. Do not switch your computer on. Go and do your normal job. Come back, refocus, try and understand from your mistakes and then move forward. So we, we do that, you know, and this is why we're signing out on our training events when I go to the USA, because... I try as much as I can to interact with our customers because I want them all to achieve their dream. You know, 99% of people that go into trading stocks and shares and Forex and all the other things have that dream to be from going from part-time to yeah. full-time. And that's a big mountain it to is. climb because you can imagine you've got a great job. You're on $120,000 a year or whatever it is. Uh, you've got a wife, you've got children, you've got responsibilities. That's a massive move because this moment in time when you're you're trading part time and you are uh, working full time, you know, you turn up to work, you get paid. Hmm. OK, as a trader, if you turn up to work, you don't get paid unless you make the right decision. Hmm. So all of a sudden, there's there's a lot more stress on sure. you. So well, I, this is why we have a rules based system with discipline. And you must follow the rules and using the software. And if people do that uh, with some support, they can climb that mountain and become full time. Uh, and, you know, watching that journey is really, really rewarding. Hmm. It's beautiful. And Paul, what is the best way to be in touch with you for any one of our customers that want to hear more, to read more, perhaps to connect with you directly, if it's possible, through social media or somehow? Okay, so my Twitter handle yeah. is pbratbeofficial, okay? okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's quite long, but it's uh, an official type thing so it's we will have the links in the show now so people links. can find yeah. it as well of course but yeah. it's good that we are saying it here as well and uh, that's the best way to connect with you through twitter yeah through twitter because i'm quite active on there and also Great. by email at paul at trade if you want to to send me an email now i can't there is an automated reply on there because it, you know sometimes i can get quite a lot of emails but I will try and respond as quickly as I can. Um, but again, Twitter. Twitter sounds excellent. Yeah. So Twitter is great. Paul, I want to thank you so much for being here. I must hold myself not to go and start trading with your <laughs> program because I really feel like doing that right now. It sounds 
especially for, I guess, dreamers, planners, and disciplined people. Such a great program that so many people can learn from and get help with. So thank you so much for being here. It has been really incredible. Thank you very much for having me. It's been great. Uh, it's lo- lovely to talk to, to people outside of the trading sphere sometimes as well. It uh, sort of grounds you a little bit as well. <laughs> thank you so much, Paul. And enjoy your weekend. It's very close, isn't it? Yes, thank you very much. Starting very soon. <laughs> yes. Bye-bye, thanks. In 20 minutes. <laughs> In 20 minutes. So bye-bye. Have fun. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.